Hello and welcome to another episode of Wannabe Entrepreneur. Today we are back with another Build on Public Review. And instead of having uh, Abhishek, the one, you know, that you already know, the developer, we have uh, another person that is even better. Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, what's up? Hey, thanks for having me. No. <laughs> you, it's like you're not forced to join this i'm not forced at all yeah so i convinced stephanie to join this review because she's product uh, manager or she's a product owner product manager for trivago yeah i've uh, worked most of my career in uh, product management but i recently switched to ui ux design so yeah i just uh, changed jobs and now i'm fully moving to design so you are very qualified to give feedback, right? I guess. I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, today, Stephanie, I guess, uh, I don't know if you know about this segment that we do in the podcast, but there's this community called Build in Public, where people basically share the products that, that they are building with the community. It doesn't mean that they are ready for production, but mm -hmm. they just, you know, it's a way for them to get feedback. And I love this community. And what I do in the podcast sometimes is to go through their projects and give honest feedback to mm -hmm. help them become better. So bear in mind that these projects are not ready to production, most of them, but uh, it's, it's a great way, I think, to help them. Okay, cool. Excited to help. All right. So let's get started. And uh, so this time I, I shared on uh, Twitter, I got one response only. So then I shared it on Reddit and on Reddit, I got so many people actually uh, asking for uh, for reviews. I got like more than 10. But in today's episode, of course, I think we'll just review four or something. Okay. And the first one is uh, from uh, Jessica. And uh, Jessica wrote, I'm uh, building my personal writing career, published my first book this week. And having been sharing my writing on Substack for a couple of months now. And she shared a website and her uh, Substack. And for the ones that do not know what a Substack is, uh, to be honest, I'm also maybe not the most qualified person to answer. But it's, it's kind of a newsletter where you can follow people and then you get emails with their... Uh, what they share and so on. Did, did you know about this stuff? I didn't know about it, actually. So it was interesting to me to see when you when you showed this earlier. Yeah, and then if we open our Substack, you have a couple of like letters. So for instance, Dear Mr. President, an open letter to Mr. President Joe Biden. Uh, we need to talk about blue. I don't know it's like yeah, it's kind of a blog. Okay, kind of just thing. okay. Hmm. Yeah, let's let's check the the website. So uh, the website is uh, called how do I read this? Smafia. Smafia.com. So it's spelled S C H M A F I A dot com. Exactly. And uh, when you first open a website, you have a background that is black. Then uh, you have uh, Jessica's picture. And you have like a text on the right side that with a kind of a description says, Welcome, thanks for being here. And it kind of explains what the website is. What, what are your first thoughts when you open this website stuff? So one thing I think that's interesting is because so it's a picture of Jessica and she is looking to the right side corner. And there's one very gener generic um, rule or learning from also marketing is that people 
they like to follow the eyes of others. So you can see her gazing in one direction, but then that space on the website is just empty. There's nothing there. Whereas if you had put a CTA button there, for instance, like let's say you want to sell your ebook and you had put that button there, you naturally, there's lots of studies that show this, would follow her gaze if she was to put a button there to sell her ebook. Okay. And obviously now that space is a bit wasted because there's just white space there. Right. So you'd say like next to her eyes there would be a button so underneath the the home uh, button or the home uh, header basically in the direction where she's looking so there is a lot of product websites that make use of this so they will have an image of an actual person that is looking into either the left or the right hand side of the screen and then this is where you present your main selling point okay whereas cool. here the space is just empty and then a bit further down in the bottom right corner there's a lot of text yeah and here I would also say it's way too much text. It's also not very yeah. readable because it's white text on white background. This is also one rule in accessibility-friendly design, which is more and more of a topic. So even for someone that is not impaired with their sight, this is hard to read just because it's white on white. I would never read the full text. Yeah, like, it's too much for sure. And so, e even even if I like knew Jessica, I would probably wouldn't read it. If I didn't know her, like I would nev never read. Well, like, we don't like, know Jessica. Maybe if we knew Jessica, we would read it. <laughs> yeah. No, but even if I, if it was like someone that I knew, like it's very hard for me to just focus. Also, the the um, text is very you know hard to read. I would say very tiny. Um, and and then here it says, my first ebook is available to buy under shop. And the uh, under shop is like actually in the header. You have mm -hmm. sh home, shop, members. And then if you click on shop, you have the ebook. My question is why, you know, this is the most important thing of the website, right? Like selling the book. Mm -hmm. Why is it so tiny in these letters? You should have like, a, I guess, a call for action, a big button yeah. saying, you know, buy my book now, right? And then what I find a bit confusing is that, so in the header menu, there's an item called shop. And what you here need to consider is that people already have a mental concept of what a shop is. So when I hear shop, I think of a shop full of items. Yeah. But then there is just yeah. one item in the shop. So it makes no sense in this uh, case to call it a shop because it's not a shop. A shop would have at least multiple items on yeah. sale. But here it's just an ebook. So you could just as well in the header menu say buy ebook or ebook. Mm -hmm. And as you said, ideally link out in um the initial screen on the yeah. on the product page itself and it's a well. great point too like for instance in supermarkets it, they never leave only one apple right like if you only see one apple you'd be like okay there's something wrong with this apple and i guess it's the same here if it's a shop like you need a lot of products right yeah. otherwise as you said it's it's, a, it's not a shop but even more so like with every label that you use you need to consider that people already have a mental concept of that word most yeah. likely in their mind so uh, sure. let's say you have a label there that says contact but then you click there and there's no contact possibility that would be another absolute no-go yeah, or you have yeah. a label uh, called true. community and then you, you already expect something when clicking on it because you know that word you know that concept another point i would make in the header menu is that there's a lot of items there that could just as well live in the footer menu yeah, like twitter yep. uh, linkedin all of this could be in the footer right yeah so you want to present in the header menu only the items that are most crucial, most vital to your website. And then everything that's kind of secondary, you can put in the footer. So social yeah. media links and also contact. For a personal website, maybe not so much, but usually these will live in the footer menu. Yeah. And then we have a login functionality. which Yeah, that also confused me a little bit. So there's a login, but there's no sign up. 
and uh, let's let's click on it. Mm -hmm. All right, now you can actually sign up. Okay. So the wording is a bit ambiguous because it says login, but then obviously it's both login and sign up and or sign up. I just signed up, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, okay, let's see what, what it gives you now that you're signed up. Yeah, well, so now I sign up with Google and I have like a notification bell on top. And, uh, ah, okay, now they have my orders, my addresses, my wallet. So I think it's just for the shop. It's for, for me to buy, yeah. Yeah, but the point here would be that so people are usually quite sensitive about their personal data. And unless I can spot and identify a clear immediate benefit for me signing up or logging in, yeah. I won't do it. So you had to log in to find out what it what what's in it for you, right? Yeah. And this should never be the case. You should make it crystal clear why it's beneficial for someone to sign in mm -hmm. or log in. And one thing that I, I didn't notice, I only notice now, by the way, Jessica, is that when you in the homepage, you can actually scroll down. For some reason, I I didn't I thought this was just like a landing page, but you can actually scroll down, and if you scroll down, then you see more information about Jessica. Yeah, with all landing pages or like product pages, you always if there is more pr um, information or content presented uh, on scrolling, you need to have that being teased above the fold is what we would say yeah. in, in UX design. So you can see already, oh, there's more to come. So either you have an image that is kind of cut off and you would then be teased to scroll down to yeah. see the full image or you have um, the next kind of section, which in this case would be the writing section already above the fold. So when I first come to the screen, I can see already that there's more when I scroll down, whereas here there would have no, been no way for us to know, right? No, but anyways, I, I, one thing that I think is quite positive is when I look to this website, I don't know, it gives me a nice vibe. I know, I think mm -hmm. it looks good. I like also the, the black and white, simplistic, but it's nice to scroll, it's nice to look at. Except for, like, let's say the white text on white uh, background, it's visually quite pleasing and yeah. um, like the, the monochrome color scheme makes it quite... Uh, visually appealing to look at yeah so jessica i hope this was uh, helpful yeah. uh, for you and keep up the great work so let's go to the next one so this one got us very confused <laughs> and uh, the website is called loptoted.com which doesn't say anything for me toted which is kind of you know frog and the icon uh, or the logo is also like a frog mm -hmm. then it says Moving your top loaders in the in the lob toted binder. This is kind of a rap. Like moving your top loaders in the lob toted binder. <laughs> no, it's it's like I could say I mean see Eminem singing <laughs> it. But to be honest, I don't know what is a top loader. Maybe I, when I first read it, I knew that top loader is a type of washing machine. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when we researched a bit further, we found out that it actually has two meanings. That that word. So it can be a type of washing machine that uh, uh, that is being loaded on top, but it also has a second meaning. Yeah, which is uh, it's kind of a binder that you, that people that collect cards use. You know, uh, I when I was a kid, I used to have like if you have Pokemon cards or what Magic the Gathering cards, and you wanna show them showcase them there's these binders where uh, with this uh, plastic you know cover that you can just put your cards and you can easily see them without and keep them in a good state so i think this is a very niche product that 
So let's assume that we know what a top loader and a lob loader is here, because I assume that people that you know that are collectors might understand. And let's just focus in in the website. And I know Steph that you have mm -hmm. some tips here. Yeah, I mean, one more quick point that I would make though on the naming is that um, if it is a word that is potentially ambiguous already, maybe you know avoid playing with that word further in the main um, header, which in this case is moving your top loaders in the lop-toted binder. It's just a really twisted sentence and you really need to read it multiple times to even get an idea on what that is or means. And that just shouldn't be the case. The main header should always be crystal clear, both in terms of um, the words that you use, but also the, let's say, grammar. So mm -hmm. I need to come to that website because people these days, they don't have time, right? They spend seconds before moving on, whether it's a poster on the U-Bahn or whether it's a website that they come to. So you need to make sure you're grabbing their attention instantly within a few seconds. And there's a few rules that we use in UI UX design to make sure that this happens. And one of them for product pages is to build the product page in an L shape. So this is what people, um, what uh, research has shown uh, the direction of basically your eyesight when you scan a website you scan a poster you move in an l shape so that means you start in the top left corner this is where you would place ideally your main header your main unique selling point your selling um slogan but he's doing that here a little bit right the positioning is good but it takes up i would say 50 percent of the vertical screen mm -hmm. um screen uh, uh estate and that's yeah. already too much um, so the, the font size could be a bit smaller because everyone will be easily able to read this because it's super big at the moment. So you can make that font size a bit smaller. So you have some space underneath for additional copy. So again, if you consider your eyesight moves in an L shape, you would start in the top left corner, read the main header. And then underneath, you would place some additional copy, accompanying copy that helps you understand what this product is and why you should buy it. So the text that is currently presented at the exact opposite of the screen on the right-hand side, you should place underneath because how it's done at the moment, it's more easy, obviously, if you have a look at this website yourself, but you have the main header on the left side, you have a centered um, icon with the logo in mm, the, the top, yeah. top. Then on the right-hand side, you have the additional text in a smaller yeah. font size. And then centered yet again at the bottom of the screen is um, the main CTA with um, an input field. So you have to move your eyesight in every single corner of the screen. Yeah, you get very confused, yeah. right? Like uh, you would not, you don't know where to start, yeah. where to where, where to look to at begin. first, yeah. because everything is basically placed in opposite ends of the screen. And this is just um, again from it's from research what you should yeah. not do, because everything needs to be easily scannable and the structure that has shown to be most easily scannable is if you position every item on your screen in an l shape so again you could place your main header in the top left side underneath have the copy and then underneath again the cta button and you ha you can have an image of the actual binder which yeah. you can only see now if yeah, you scroll because when down you, yeah if you scroll mm -hmm. down then you have a, a input field where you can put your email address and say join the waiting list and then there's actually the picture of what the lock the product is or yeah, yeah of the product so and we have to scroll to see it and uh, one thing that i like is the fact that you have the call to action right there so you can clearly understand what 
is the end goal of this website is for you to join the waiting list. Yeah. So in that sense, I, I really like it. But about the product as well, like I would, if I would be a, a lop-toted fan, uh, I would need more information about the product to actually join the, the waiting list, right? Uh, more pictures, the price, what is the advantage of this in comparison with other products? Otherwise, why would I just join, right? Yeah, so this doesn't have to live on the main page, on yeah. the product page, but there should be then maybe an additional... Um, so th this is it, right? You can scroll down and... Um, uh, there's you, actually yeah. a, a blog on the... Yeah. It says our blog on the yeah. uh, bottom right corner. But um, there is no more content pages, yeah, and this true, is true. true, as you said. So may, may, maybe I'm not sold at this point. Some people might be. I would say it's not mandatory to have this additional information on the main page, on the product and, and landing page, but you should definitely think about adding an additional um, site to the website with content on yeah, what the lop-toted really is. And um, yeah, let's go to the next one. And the next one is called Operance. So when you open uh, the website, it's a very kind of clean design with a white background and in big blue letters it says build more profits not paperwork with operants and then you can actually enter your email and uh, you can sign up for free today it says when i read so operants makes freelance work feel truly free with operational and financial analytics tools to help you grow manage and build your business so the first thing that comes to my mind is that this is a tool for freelancers to organize their work, right? Is it the same for you, Steph? I first did not understand what this product is and who, who it is for. Like, when I read through the main header, built more profits, not paperwork with operands, yeah. I'm not really sure who the target group is. And yeah, you would kind true. of have to know the target group to understand the benefits of the product. Yeah. So after that, it says operands makes freelance work, but I guess maybe... An indication that this is for freelancers yeah. would make sense. And the, the, what do you think of the design of this page, Steph? I would um, just very briefly stick again on with the copy. Because again, as I said, mm -hmm. um, people's attention sh uh, span is super short. Yeah. So if you don't manage to, um, to bind people's attention at the moment they scan the website and they will start with the main header, you might yeah. lose them already. People might not continue reading on in the subtext and in this case as we established it's necessary to read the subtext to understand what this is so you want to make sure that the main header gets across what this product yeah. is and who is it for as for the main design um i don't have much comments here because it's perfectly done so if you have a look at this website and the one we discussed earlier you can see how this one is following the l shape so everything is ordered in an l shape i start in the top left corner reading the header underneath i have some additional helpful copy the main cta and then i have a an image on the right hand side where my eyesight will move to last but again this image in this case it's an illustration it's only help it's only meant to help me understand better what this product is for it's not mandatory it's an additional helpful component you can also see how this site is scrollable and the additional information is presented on top of the fold or above the um, fold. Yeah, so you can, can see yeah. that there's something there. Yeah, yeah I don't have to scroll and find out. I can see there's more. The main issue is really understanding what the product is and, and who is it for. Yeah. So if you scroll down in the main page, 
then first of all you have a kind of a picture of a dashboard which to be honest at least for me it makes like it's so much more easy for me to just see the product than actually read what the product does so more pictures for me is always better oh video you could do a or a video yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's a good point and then you have um, Y operands, so save time, improve customer service. So as you scroll down, you have more information, grow your sales. And then th some powerful features that this product offers are schedule and calendar, invoicing, customer management, workplace, financials, reporting. So it's, it seems kind of, you know, a, a tool that helps you yeah, operate your business in all the aspects of it, right? Yeah, so I guess from, from like what we see now, it's really not just for freelancers, but also agencies, startups, reducing the um, bureaucratic side of things, mm -hmm. making it more manageable, less paperwork. And this then, if this is your unique selling point, it should be part of the, yeah. the main uh, sale slogan. So uh, and ideally, you find something catchy that immediately drags people's attention say goodbye to paperwork yeah yeah i totally agree that's just the, the only thing i would uh, try to improve of course that is a landing page i we didn't test the product mm -hmm. itself yeah but uh, in the landing page i would try just to sell it a bit more like to explain better what the product is about there's a saying in ui ux design people don't read they scan and that means huh. that every word you use is super valuable. You don't have a lot of time and you don't have a lot of words to capture people's attention. That's so you should point. really good, yeah. use them wisely and not waste any any screen estate. People don't read, they scan. That's a very good one. So let's go for the last one, Steph. Are you ready? Yes, let's do it. All right. This one is called Stetarp. I don't even know how to read it. Stetarp. Stetarp. And it says, just think what you could do with all the data you collect and then... Companies collect a lot of data, but very little thought goes into turning that into information eligible for action. Let us help you there. And uh, the background is uh, white. And we have what, a what do you header, think of the design? Yeah, we have a header menu, quite classic in that you have the logo in the top left corner. And then some CTA button menus in the top right corner. There is a lot of padding in the header menu that is kind of wasted yeah, space. True. I really don't understand this. Mm -hmm. A lot of white space that is kind of wasted. To the top and bottom of the header menu. Um, so this could be reduced already in the initial state. But um, another thing that you can and uh, ideally should be doing is reduce the header um, or its vertical height when you start scrolling because when you start scrolling what you're doing as a user is indicating that at that point in time you're not interested in what's presented in the header you have already decided that you are interested that your attention is captured by what's presented on the landing page so you should reduce the header in its vertical height at that point in time one, one thing that that you mentioned uh, off record when mm -hmm. we were speaking about this is that the CTA, so the mm -hmm. click to action, is not visible immediately, right? Exactly. So when you scroll down, you see that then uh, the the intent of this website is for the user to give their data, so to give the first name and the work email, and uh, to, I guess, ask for a demo or something, but that's not immediately visible, right? Exactly. So with every product page, usually what you want to try and do is sell something. Maybe you want right. to sell a product, maybe you want the user to sign up for a newsletter, maybe you know you have a personal website and you want users um, to hire you as a freelancer, but usually there's always something you try and sell, whether it's a product, physical, digital, or yourself. 
And then the CTA button is almost the most important thing that you're presenting because this is the main call to action. And in this case, while the overall composition follows the L shape that we discussed previous, um, the most important point or part, the CTA button is not visible above the fold. So you want to make sure that it's visible, visible at all times when you first come to the screen without having to scroll. In this case, the user is asked to input both their first name and their email address. And I would say first name is redundant. You don't need to ask that because as I mentioned previously, it's already hard to capture users' attention. You have a very short window in time to capture users' attention, to keep their attention, and then it's even harder to get them to do what you want them to do. In this case, get in touch. Yeah, completely agree. I think uh, if you are asking for users to give their email, okay, make it really, really simple. I didn't fully understand what was the goal of this product or what kind of product is the the owner selling here. So if we let, let's try to scroll. Did you understand from the main page? No. And I mean, it's the same point that we made previous uh, on the other websites. Again, the user will start with reading the main header. And if you lose them at that point in time, it's not crystal clear who this product is for and why you should get involved. You will lose that user. He will not continue reading on trying to figure out what this is for, if it is for him. Um, and in this case, the main header, it reads, um, just think what you could do with all the data you collect. It's a puzzle. <laughs> it's yeah. not really telling. Yeah. Which data even, right? Is, uh, is, it, is it for companies, like the tracking events of the user? Is it like personal data? Uh, just think what you could do with all the data you collect. I don't know what I can do with all the data I collect. It's up for the, our imagination. And like, you shouldn't never, if we're explaining something, you should not leave things for the user's imagination. Yeah, exactly. Just make it crystal clear what it is that you're selling here, who it is that you're selling to, and why it is that this product is uh, beneficial. Uh, okay, let's try to scroll down actually and see if we understand what the product is about. And when I scroll down, it says, be more directed about product and business decisions. So, okay, now I understand it is for companies. Then there's kind of, a, you know, animated image that kind of, I, I, like it's a huge image, it's like a map. And instead of going straight to the point, it takes some turns. So I like, kind of illustrate what is, what the sentence says. I'm not sure if this is, is this necessary stuff. Um, so the the image itself, again, it takes up almost all the space when yeah, you're scrolling. It's taking up all the vertical space. And it, again, is kind of a puzzle. So I don't understand what this image is to illustrate unless I have some text or uh, um, description. And by the way, as we are scrolling down, one tip could be to uh, collapse the header because the header never changes the size and occupies a lot, like a big percentage of the screen. So a lot of uh, apps and websites do this. When you start scrolling down, mm -hmm. like it collapses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it goes down. I still didn't fully understand. Now it says, get your data architecture in place so you know what, why, and how to track. Still, like, why don't you just tell me? <laughs> what is your, like, why do I have to guess? That, that, that's, it's, I think it's, it's really important to when you're building a product, like have a friend look at it, someone that doesn't know what the product is about and listen to their feedback. Don't try to help them. Just, you know, give them the website and then let them browse through the website and then ask afterwards, what did you think about it? And I think that you'll learn a lot because when you're building something, like you already know what the website is about, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, most people don't know. And in this case, I still don't fully understand. Mm -hmm. So in, in a norm, as a normal user, I would have already closed this website probably, right? I think a great 
for me at least it works very well to just show an image of the product or mm -hmm. a demo or a video yeah. so that I would immediately, you know, yeah. play the video and check it out. And um, yeah, as I scroll down, then use data to make more informed decisions, uh, broken UX, unclear copy, slow site, and then there's a sniper. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about having a, someone holding a gun on a website? Well, it's... it's odd at the very least especially if the sentence right next to it reads that's where we help you <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah i guess it's meant to like maybe it's a metaphor to say we eradicate we eliminate all these issues for you don't run out of the bullets be a sharpshooter but again right. yeah yeah because it's not composed in a way that it's all easily um scannable at once The user is scrolling, again, users don't read, they are drawn to images, and mm -hmm. um, in this case yeah. you would probably scroll down, and then you see a sniper, and it reads, that's where we help you, and you don't know what it's referring to unless you scroll back up. Yeah, I would think that is like what, for, for me, if I found someone killed or something. <laughs> all right, now I understand what StatArp does. If you scroll all the way to the bottom, um, you have a section there, so uh, Basically, you scroll all the way down and then you have an image of a light bulb and then it says automate key business outcomes through data and machine learning with the main header. Then underneath we have some text, reach out, reach out to us for more information and then again to input fields and a CTA. And this, to me, now that I see it, could have actually been presented at the very top because this, for the first yeah. time, quite um, nicely sums up what is in it for me, what it is that you're selling. It's all scannable at one glance. I don't have to scroll up and down to click or read. So maybe consider moving this to the very top rather than the very mm. bottom. Yeah. Because I feel like this is a better summary and representation of your product here. And now after reading this plus the domain, which is consulting.startarb.in, I kind of get that this is a cons like an agency or a consulting company that will help companies organize their data. It takes a long time to understand what this product is and um, how it works. Definitely make it clearer. I would definitely do that. Try to you know, explain everything in the first page. Uh, I like that you have the CTA immediately there. I think just, yeah, try to focus a little bit more in the copy and making everything more like understandable. And I, I think it will already improve a lot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I hope this was helpful. Thank you, Steph, for uh, for your feedback. It was super nice. You're I welcome. learned a lot. Uh, <laughs> the L, the L shape uh, design, the people scan, they don't read. I really, really enjoyed that uh, quote. And um, also, I know that you have a, your own uh, freelancing uh, career. How can people reach, reach you? Um, <laughs> I don't have a website yet, so maybe I shouldn't be sitting <laughs> here. <laughs> Um, dashing out uh, yeah, but feedback you just to started, other people. Right? I just started, yeah. yeah. So as I said, I was um, working in product management management for the most of my career, and I recently made that switch. And yeah, if you are interested, you can reach me under my email. Maybe you can email LinkedIn. Maybe? On LinkedIn, you can find me as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'll share. Uh, can I share your LinkedIn and sure. email in the description? Yes. Thank you. Right. <laughs> so if you want to improve your website. Yeah, reach out to Steph. As you can see, she has a lot of knowledge. And uh, thank you very much. You're welcome. Happy to be on your blog. This was another wannabe entrepreneur. See you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>